Hi, this is Arazu and Megan. And you're listening to the Dio Diaries. Hey everyone, Megan here, coming to you with a very full heart because we are officially done with our um, first semester of our second year. It's definitely bittersweet because now we are headed to some of the hardest part of our medical education journey, step and level one, which are our licensing exams are about six, seven months apart. So we really have to get our study hats on and, you know, things are getting serious. So (laughs) it's, we really have to, we really have to study, but uh, we figured for this episode, we do a little bit of a reflection because um, I feel like. Both Arzu and I have had a lot of growth within this past semester. We had to change a few things, whether that was in our personal life, um, in our study methods. So um, for this episode, we're going to be doing a little bit of reflection and see how things are going for both of us. And with that, how are you doing, you beautiful lady? (laughs) You know what? I'm just barely starting to recover from this semester. Mm -hmm. It was, I think it was the most... um, like challenging semester so far for sure and uh i had like you said i had to make a lot of changes in my personal and academic life mm-hmm. and so you know it's growing pains it was challenging there was ups and downs but um yeah i'm like excited to spend time with family excited to spend time doing things that make me happy um because you don't really get to do that day to day necessarily yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just getting back to what makes me happy and also taking a little bit of time to study over break, yeah. unfortunately, because like you said, we have level one and step one coming up and, um, our administration is just really encouraged getting started over break mm-hmm. and not, you know, definitely taking this as a break and treating it as a break, but also making sure not to, um, lose some of the habits we've built, like doing questions on a daily basis is the biggest thing they've, uh, kind of highlighted uh, as we go into next semester they're kind of ramping it up and yeah. recommending we do about 20 to 50 yeah. now over break and so that's yeah. about one to two hours of um, work a day at least <laughs> at least yeah uh, on top of whatever other deficits you might need to yeah. kind of cover which you know we can get into because mm-hmm. um, that's definitely the case for me but uh yeah it's you know my mental health at the moment it's good I had a very um much needed like cry sesh last week because my, our first final was just yeah. like it was just such a roller coaster of emotions for me. Um, I mean, yeah, it was hard. It, it was, was renal physiology. Yeah, it was a seventeen hard. point curve. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, everything happens for a reason. So I, you know, it didn't feel in the moment. I didn't feel good after the yeah. exam, but everything turned out fine, and I got to release all of those emotions that were pent up from you know, this semester, yeah. I never really got to just have like a full on like breakdown. Yeah. Um, I would highly recommend it. <laughs> yes. No, it is so fear. It's freeing. cathartic. Yes. Very freeing. Absolutely. I posted a little TikTok on my story. I think you liked it yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was like, um, that dude with the mushroom hat, like yeah, that from was Mario Kart. Yeah. From Mario Kart. It's like, I just want to. Yep. Sorry guys. I had to hear that. But like literally that was like the crack hit pent up energy. I was like, Oh my God. I've just been like sitting and studying. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, there's definitely like pent up energy yes. and like 
yeah. I know I haven't really heard a lot of people like talk about it. Yeah. But like literally last night, I got like the most sleep probably from the whole semester, and I like slept for eight and a half hours. Like I average like six and a half, which mm-hmm. is like sad. But like I don't know for the things that I do, like that's the most that I can manage, and mm-hmm. I'm functional with that. But like I woke up like feeling so refreshed. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, is this what? Like good life feels like. I know, but, right? Like yeah. life out of outside of med school. Yeah, no, <laughs> eight literally. hours of sleep. <laughs> yeah. So how are you feeling otherwise? Um, I would say I'm feeling pretty good. We didn't. I was. I wasn't gonna talk about it, but I'm gonna talk about it. So like, <laughs> we got our second uh, final back, and I didn't do really good on that final. And um, I don't know. I just like feel. How am I feeling right now? I'm feeling a little defeated, to be honest. Yeah. But like. To be quite frank, it was like what Friday we took our first renal exam, mm-hmm. and then we had this SIPA, which is like basically how to be a doctor type of a course mm-hmm. um, on Monday. So like there wasn't a lot of time in between, and yeah. like I use this term very lightly, but like I was like seventy percent into <laughs> being burnt out, mm-hmm. and I think like on Saturday I just barely did you know studying for that exam, and I just went to the gym and like. Did I life don't know. Stuff. Yeah, I did life stuff and I just like enjoyed the beautiful day and I was like, I don't know, watch a little bit of TV mm-hmm. and I was like, I just want to be able to wind down. And maybe that was part of it, but also like, I don't know, I just did most of that studying on, what was it, on Saturday or on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I should have tried to study a bit more like that space week. Space it out a little yeah, bit. Space yeah, space it out. And I originally had that intention to do that however like renal is a lot it is so <laughs> processing much. it like remembering it so i just like used all that time that week ahead of that exam to like study for our yeah. renal final but like other than that like i would say life is pretty good i have like a big thing scheduled for 2023 which i'm like super excited don't want to jinx it so i'm not gonna talk about it yet <laughs> but like that is something that i'm super excited so i'm like expanding my support system and I think that would be really, really good for me, um, especially considering, you know, we are taking a step in a few months and mm-hmm. I just, I'm really working on my like support system for the next semester and like honing down like my life environment and all of that to make sure I'm going to be in the right headspace. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really honestly looking forward to 2023, although like I'm the kind of person that I'm like, let's be in the present moment. And I still am like that and I'm appreciating every little thing of every day but i'm i'm really excited for 2023 because i know it's going to be a great year yeah with good energy and (laughs) yes lots of opportunity for growth yeah yeah yeah, definitely yeah so you were talking about how you wish you had kind of in hindsight studied for this sepa final uh spaced it out a little bit more and incorporated a review um the week prior as opposed Mm -hmm. to waiting till this first final was done and i i agree with that i wish i had done that as well because i also did not do so hot (laughs) but but, you know you live and you learn and also um no regrets right you have to take time for yourself to wind down from a big exam like renal and it's just unfortunate that the the timing of the exam happened to be like three days apart, two days apart. Yeah. Um, we can't really, that's out of our control, but it's mm-hmm. just a lesson for next time. Like what we can do, mm-hmm. you know, proactively to yeah. prevent a situation like this again. Uh, but I wanted to ask with that in mind over this past semester, how have you seen your study strategies change? Um, so I feel like every block was a little bit different for me. So um, I feel like second year, a lot of 
medical schools, right? We're in a block system, just a little bit of background. So for instance, we have like a course that could last anywhere from like three to four weeks. And then we switch to a different block. For instance, we had like skin, blood, lymph before our renal or like kidney block and skin, blood, lymph was like all about like cancers, blood cancers, um, bone stuff and not my favorite, but yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah. And I think like for SBL compared to renal for, for renal, I did more. So like it took me much longer to study, I would say, because renal physiology, honestly, is a lot to process, but in that, like, I, I tried my best to keep a positive mindset, and I'm blessed enough that in my master's, I had a great professor and um, gave me the opportunity to TA for a bit, and, like, I really had that chance to, like, take my time with renal physiology, so I feel like that background, but also, like, taking the time to truly understand the diseases rather than just memorizing, okay, X, Y, and Z, that helped out a lot versus with skin, blood, lymph. It was just a bunch of random, like, I don't know, gene, like... 7, 20, or 12 and 21 is like this T-A-L-L, which is like acute lymphocytic leukemia, whatever. But like, basically, like, I feel like that study strategy, like, I, I decided to be more flexible. And that was something I feel like last year I was like, I have to do this study thing every day. But I noticed that obviously every block system is different. Mm-hmm. And this, you know, every topic is different. Yeah. So like that... Um, with that in mind, I, I still did my Anki because I know Anki is something that has shown many times to be helpful for me. And then incorporating some more, um, what is it called? Like practice questions. Yeah. So like that was something I didn't do a lot of like, I don't know, before our most recent blog. So like two months ago or whatever. And I noticed like doing those, yes, at our in-house exams, some of those like questions might not be as helpful, like mm-hmm. board-style practice questions, yeah. but just keeping in mind that in the long term, when we're taking our licensing exams, those practice questions are going to be helpful. Yeah. So, And I think once we do practice questions, it you know puts everything in perspective. Like It's, it's very easy to do Anki because Anki is like most of the times it's testing one fact yeah. versus when you're applying doing, it. Exactly. Yeah. It's more application style. Mm-hmm. So I feel like doing that um, has been the biggest thing, but... The commonality in all the blocks for me has been doing Anki because Anki like saves me time and I don't know, it's just like, it's something that works for me and it's okay if you're like one of those people that Anki is just like not your jam, but um, definitely taking the time to figure out what is it that works for you is, yeah. um, I would say is important and don't be afraid to like change, change a few it up. things. Yeah. yeah. So you're the on queen. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I try. Not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored. I mean, it could be, but um, how about you though? Yeah, I'm not really much of an Anki person. It does have a time and place for me, um, yeah. especially when it comes to like for SBL memorizing, just kind of like all the lymphomas and leukemias mm-hmm. and all the different like tumors and genes. Yeah. I think for straight memorization or even pharmacology, it can be very helpful. But like you said, for physiology and for a lot of these pathologies, understanding is more important mm-hmm. than um, rote memorization. Yeah. And, um, Same thing with you. Like I had to prioritize. I learned over the course of the semester that prioritizing practice questions and then reviewing those questions was going to be beneficial and was going to be effective. And so that I kind of ramped that up as a semester went along. I was like, okay, I probably should be doing this. And I keep hearing everyone saying like, you need to do questions. You need to do questions. And so at some point that clicked and I was like, okay, I just got to do questions. And even if I don't feel confident with the material, doing the questions is going to 
challenge you in a way that is different than doing your Anki cards or just like rereading the same like text over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was really helpful for me. Another thing was consistently going to pod and I say consistently, consistently, I wasn't going every single... Can you elaborate on pods too, please? Yes. So at our school, we have pre-recorded lectures mm-hmm. um, and we have weekly labs as well that are in person. But the lectures, we are encouraged to meet in a pod of about four to eight people, other classmates, and review the videos together. And then we also have pod play questions, which are basically practice questions or like um, activities to help you really uh, absorb the material. Um So doing that with my classmates and kind of taking the time to discuss things between videos was really helpful for me. Um, And it kind of also just helped me stick to a regular routine, um, which was a big thing for me this semester. I've talked about it before, just kind of all the things I've done to make sure that I'm consistent this semester. Mm Because consistency was my biggest challenge last year. And I think it's one of my biggest successes this semester. Regardless of, you know, I don't have the best grades in the class. I'm proud of myself. The fact that I've been consistent with like going to pod, having a morning routine, going to the, you know, going to the gym, even if it's to like, you know, (laughs) walk on the treadmill for like half an hour being, those things are important to me. And I made the time to like stay consistent to those goals. And so yeah, just going to pod was really helpful doing questions was helpful. And then another big thing for me was getting rid of distractions in my study environment. So at home, I study a lot at home. Um, I would have to remove my phone from the situation because even if I'm not actively on it, like I'll get notifications and get distracted. So I'd have to put that do not disturb on, or I'd have to even physically remove my phone from the room because I just, during my breaks, I'd automatically just jump on my phone instead of taking a break and like I started doing all kinds of things during my breaks. Like I'd watch a little TV or I'd uh, go talk to, you know, call someone up and talk to them for a few minutes or I'd like start doing um, like art a little bit, you know, Uh just like kind of switching it up because doing the same thing also was getting a little boring. And so being on your phone, it's so boring, but it's an addiction. So you don't even realize you're taking that break on your phone and it's not even replenishing any of your energy. It's not doing anything for you. It's Mm -hmm. just... You're just so used to being yeah. on your phone. And so I had to remove that from the situation. I had to delete TikTok. Oh, <laughs> but oh it's, no. I've re-downloaded it yeah. since. But I had to... It's like I'm still partially addicted to TikTok yeah. because I'll delete it during the week and then re-download it on the weekends. That's yeah. like my... You it's know, balance. Like, you know. it's, yeah, it's my balanced way of yeah. consuming content. But... And it does work. Like I see my screen time go from like six hours to like three hours during the week. Wow. And then on the weekends, it jumps back up to six hours. <laughs> but you know, that. balance. Yeah. No, balance is sure. everything. <laughs> you pointed out two really good things. And the first one was um, like, you know, talking about addiction and things that are easier. Like we definitely, a lot mm-hmm. of us have those bad habits mm-hmm. that we are trying to, I don't know, change or get rid of. But it's like when it's when we don't do anything about it like the thought is there but like the action piece is missing so Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of us like at night before going to bed you know have that un inevitable scrolling on our phone and i feel like a lot of us are aware that it's not a good habit to take that phone Mm -hmm. into your bedroom Mm -hmm. and to you know like kind of wind down with like bright light beaming in your face exactly but a lot of us still knowing that fact, we still do it because mm-hmm. it's just easy. It's just one And click. it's an addiction. Exactly. Yeah. And it's very addictive behavior. But what you did is you removed your phone out of the equation and you put resistance between you and that, whether that's placing, you know, <laughs> do not disturb or putting it in another phone. A lot of times, like 
I like do the same thing where I like put my phone behind me out of my view mm-hmm. site or like a lot of times in a door or mm-hmm. like I put it in exactly. my bedroom. So I like, I have to physically get up, go to it if uh-huh. I really want to. Yeah. And I've noticed like, I've, like you said, similar, um, a lot of times in the morning, I'm a lot more efficient when my phone is in its sight. And, um, you also kind of talked about your priorities and that is, you know, like, okay, having to do more questions and, um, how you're, I guess also like prioritizing your breaks and like that consistency piece. I, I love that you pointed it out because a lot of times it's hard for us to be hundred percent, right? You know, like as medical students, like it is a very demanding life, even though a lot of people, like, I feel like outside of medical school might think like, oh, you're just studying. Like, yeah, we're studying, but like, even like, it's not just studying. We're like, have to be active in clubs. Yeah. We need to volunteer, you know, mm-hmm. we have a podcast. So mm-hmm. it's like, we all, we're managing a normal life along with a life in medicine. And that could be like very time consuming. And the studying is in like two, three hours a day. It is yeah. like a lot of information that's coming at us. And I love that you, again, like pointed out that consistency piece. And it's just like, no matter what I showed up, no matter if it wasn't like hundred percent, mm-hmm. I still showed up because consistency can get you much, much longer rather than like perfectionism, exactly. like all or nothing mindset, which is something I think maybe We've talked I, about it. Before. Yeah. Like yeah. I definitely struggled with, especially last year was like all or yeah. nothing perfectionist mindset. And again, like you just said so nicely, it's yeah. more, you get more, you get farther with consistency, even yeah. if it's not a hundred percent every time than the all or nothing mentality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so like aside from that, what was some of your other priorities that may have changed or like, I guess like compared to last year, right? Like you're obviously doing more questions. Mm -hmm. You are being more proactive with your breaks, whether that's doing more healthier things such as like, I don't know, like not being just constantly on your phone. So have there been any other changes in your priorities? I think I touched on it a little bit, just prioritizing that daily routine. Uh So we'll actually have another episode about what our daily lives look like. Um, and, um, but just a little, I, yeah, prioritizing that morning routine because I'm not necessarily a morning person. And so Mm -hmm. I had to prioritize kind of easing into my mornings and Mm -hmm. kind of had to make that into a ritual for me to enjoy the process. Yeah. I had to kind of trick my brain into enjoying it and, um, you know, wake up slowly as yeah. opposed to like hit the ground running. Like I'm not the, t- I've tried in the past to be yeah. the type of person that goes straight to the gym in the morning. Uh-huh. It just doesn't work for me. Like I'm not happy that way. And so, and I can't, it's not sustainable long-term. I end up yeah. falling off and stopping. Like I don't go to the gym anymore. And so yeah. I've had to, last year was a lot of playing around with that stuff. And now it's kind of like, I found my rhythm and my groove and just keeping that consistent. But Another thing I've had to prioritize was mental health because I like to do those self check-ins, you know, I like to make sure that everything's okay, but sometimes it does fall by the wayside Mm -hmm. and before you know it, you're overwhelmed. And so I had to do a little bit of like reflection and make a decision to go back to therapy. And so that's something big that I had to decide to do, (laughs) especially going into next semester. I don't want to, we're going to hit the ground running next semester and I don't want to get overwhelmed and be like, Oh, well I want to start therapy now. Or I, I mean, you could, there's nothing wrong with that, but I wanted to kind of get my everything in order Mm -hmm. before next semester hits so that I'm like as strong, as supported, as prepared as possible. And I think, Yeah. yeah, being proactive is a big, big part of that. Yeah, 100%. Like, um, it's 
next semester, like, we got an email from our <laughs> school, like, two days ago. Like, so every Friday, I think it's every Friday. Yeah, every Friday we get an email pretty mm-hmm. much like, oh, what's, like, next week or next month or whatever. Like, kind of like a, um, I don't know. Like, like, a, a, like a newsletter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a school newsletter mm-hmm. and literally the first sentence was like you guys are headed to some of the hardest times in your medical school and I was like Ooh. <laughs> so um yeah being proactive about that is really important because we we see it every day like um unfortunately like physician suicide our rates are very much so high and like the fact that our medical education is rigorous is not a joke so um, and we, we interviewed one of our professors who opened up about his struggles with his uh, mental health. So uh, we've seen it many times that this is something that is important and we need to take care of ourselves mm-hmm. so we can be better healthcare providers in the future. So I love that you're doing that. And um, even if like, even if we're okay, even if we feel that it's okay, like having that check-in exactly. with a therapist, with a friend, um, is is great so like i had a therapy session i think it was two weeks ago like on a friday and like it was mainly a rant session but also like i i don't know i feel like talk therapy for me works a lot because i'm a very vocal person and as i'm talking a lot of times we make processing exactly process and you make those realizations and i feel like she i mean having a therapist again is helpful but like i feel like i through talking i did more of that like magic happen and I was like oh wow this is it's because of x y and z Mm -hmm. me investing my energy in this is not worth it so I better you know retract it and like it's really not worth my time so like it was through talking and you know checking in with that therapist that it helped me and I don't know I feel like after that like that week after I was like this is it like I I just felt so much happier so Mm -hmm. 100% going to therapy is great. Yeah. I want to have a therapist. And there's a lot of work that happens outside of therapy too. It's Mm -hmm. not just going in once every two weeks or however often and talking to a therapist for an hour, right? It's, it's doing a lot of that work outside and applying those lessons and those realizations and those tools outside of the therapy session. And so therapy is ongoing. It's an ongoing process and it's, it's every day. So we talked a little bit about, uh, how we kind of have to get geared up for studying for step and level yeah. one. Uh, so what are you doing over the break to kind of set yourself up for success? Sure. Um, so for me, I, I feel like I've said it so many times, Anki, definitely going to continue doing that. But also being a bit more intentional with my Anki, I feel like there are definitely some blocks like... Ugh skin blood lymph I just <laughs> you know what it is just not my jam like if you want oncology like I know for a fact I can never be an oncologist yeah. like it's rough it, it is rough it's it's a hard information it's, like it's, it's a very like I don't know like very very sick people a lot of hard conversations like no doubt oncologists are some of the toughest people for sure to be working in that career. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like I just need to be a bit more like intentional with those cards. Like there've been times where I'm just like, eh, okay, whatever space bar. And yeah. like, it's just, and you're, you shouldn't like mindless. Yeah. yeah. It's very mindless. And I've like memorized it. And like, I'm a big believer on understanding topics, like mm-hmm. understanding will get you much farther than like just memorizing. And like still, I mean, obviously there are parts that you need to memorize. Like yeah, you can't avoid that. Yeah. hundred percent. But like, I feel like just doing that a little bit. So like spending some time with the areas that I feel like I need to strengthen. Mm-hmm. Um, so skin, blood, lymph being one of it. And, um, as our school has recommended doing like 20 to 50 practice, I don't know if 50 is going to happen, but like <laughs> stick to the lower, yeah. lower end of that. <laughs> I'm and like you're good. 20. Yeah. Like just kind of get getting started and having that habit. Yeah. Cause Definitely, I don't have that habit of um, 
doing like 20 questions per day. Maybe yeah. like every other day I'll do like five to 10. Yeah. So I think like for me, it's just like getting that habit down and, um, and yeah, just like working on the things that I need to work on, like skin, blood, lymph. Yeah. Knowing yeah. where your strengths are versus where your deficits are. Is it yeah. a big, important thing? And yeah. I think for me, a lot of that goes back to last year because I feel like I didn't take things as seriously until this semester, uh-huh. unfortunately. <laughs> it's okay. We all grow. <laughs> yeah. I think I needed an extra gap year, but anyways, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. Um, I, yeah, last year, I mean, I definitely took things seriously, but I didn't have my study strategies in place. Uh I didn't really have a a system or a routine in place. And so it was a bit of a struggle. And so I have to go back and kind of cover my bases and uh, review some of those topics and um, just make sure that I cover my bases in terms of my foundations Mm -hmm. in medicine and uh, make sure that going forward for next semester, again, like similar to you, I want to hit that 20 to 50 question mark every day this break. And yeah, be, I don't want to burn out before we even hit next semester. And that's super important that you spend time with your family, spend time with yourself, do things that make you happy and be present when you're doing those things. Because if you're feeling bad or guilty or thinking about studying, Mm. then you're not really taking much of a break like that. So being present with those couple hours of studying a day, being present when you're not studying, I think that's going to be more than enough to kind of hit the ground running when next semester hits. And how are you going to practice that presence? Because I feel like we, a lot of us have that monkey mind, right? Yeah. A lot of us, it's just like already thinking like 10 steps ahead. And yeah. I feel like especially being in medicine, like that's just, that's how we're literally, yeah. our education is like, we yeah. read the vignette, the mm-hmm. question stem, mm-hmm. like as you're reading, you're thinking three steps ahead, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. I think for me, um, what I had to do yesterday was kind of sit down and create a study plan for myself, a tentative like kind of study plan for the, at least the next three weeks and kind of beyond that as well, what exactly what my targets are to cover. So for that, I want to get biochemistry and immunology done over the break yeah. and exactly what question, like how many questions I want to do a day, what I want to focus on like first aid and pathology, which chapters I want to read over the break. And so kind of being proactive and I created that study schedule already so that when I go home, I'm not figuring out, oh, what do I need to do? I already know, okay, I got to hit this and this, boom, get it done. And then spend time with the family. So having an action plan. A plan, yes, yes, yes. is very important. Yes, definitely. And we're going to stick to that plan. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's, yeah, yeah, that's the most, I mean, once you get the plan, yeah. right, the most important next step is putting in the work and sticking yeah. to your plan. Because it's easy to, I even like was, you know, discussing this yesterday. It's easy to make a plan and be like, okay, I'm going to do two, two hours a day. And then if you miss a day, oh, I'll just catch up tomorrow. Yeah. Well, no, you can't. That's four yeah. hours of studying. And well, when are you going to hang out with your family? You're going to yeah. be too tired to hang out with your family after that. You're mm-hmm. just going to, you know. Yeah. So I think that that staying on that schedule is going to be very, very important. And of course there are days where you might have to make an exception and skip studying, but I think that that's a process that we'll have to figure out what we're going to do to kind of recuperate that lost time. Yeah. And so like what I'm hearing is like almost treating it like a non-negotiable. Oh, hundred percent. Right? So, yeah. Cause I know like personally for me, it's so easy to like, just like, I love Google calendar. <laughs> that's pretty much how I manage my whole yeah. life, but it's so easy to like move a few things around, move a blog. But, like, yeah. Tomorrow, oh, it's okay. Two hours after, that's like, me with folding laundry. Yeah. I'm like, I'll fold it tomorrow. Yeah. Fold it next week. <laughs> yeah. So it's like sticking to those self boundaries. Like that is very important and definitely yeah. something. Like I know personally, I need to work on like my boundary with like my 
okay if i say like i'm gonna study for two hours at this time like actually do it mm-hmm. or like if i'm gonna switch to like i feel like one of my biggest struggles this past semester was like i said i want to study two hours of renal let's say in two hours of like um or like omm content yeah. right like all of a sudden that renal two hour block turns into like the four hour and it like takes over my yeah, OMM study and like that's pretty much like what happened the week yeah. leading to our exactly um, yeah last final yeah. so yeah. <laughs> uh, i think it's just like like because it is it is hard right when you're like studying and you're like but i'm not done yet i don't want to like switch this topic yet mm-hmm. just just do it because also as it's been shown numerous times interweaving your study blocks yes is very much so helpful and it can help with better retention rather than just like studying like five hours straight of one topic rather than you can do just like two hours and then switch to another topic and then two hours yeah um but again it's easier said than done like obviously i knew it and i didn't do it so like i think one of the biggest thing for me like next year is to have that mindset and like be really hard and strict yeah with those boundaries and not to say like i have no self-compassion with myself i i do but like you need to have those hard conversations with yourself and you need to be aware of like obviously your weaknesses and your strengths so you can grow and become the better version of you yeah um so with that what (laughs) would you say you're looking forward to for next year i think short term i just like want to take the break to relax and enjoy just chill um that's short term long term next year i like it is overwhelming to think about everything we have next year like studying for boards taking boards getting you know starting our rotations but i'm trying to think of it as all of it as an opportunity to grow and improve myself and so that's what i'm looking forward to new opportunities for growth yeah what about you um i i'm excited for next year and i'm an optimist so and i'm i know that i'm an optimist and i think like i'm just being grateful for the for the path that we're on and reminding myself of like all my reasons that I'm where I am mm-hmm. um, so I can have a healthy mindset toward our board prep and some in a way in a weird way I am looking forward to it because I know like after we take boards like we finally are able to like do our rotations and um, it, that is you know in a sense like in itself like that's going to be hard as well because like you're juggling working i don't know 10 to 12 hours with studying for your shelf exams and step three or just getting step two i jumped ahead (laughs) i jumped a step get it (laughs) and um so yeah i'm I'm excited for that i'm excited for you know expanding my support system and um just really having my priorities right like i'm going into next year knowing that this big exam is coming up and um I feel like it's going to be a little bit of a selfish time because I'm going to just focus on myself. Yeah. And I know that for that, it's I'm going to be okay doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that that is it for me. That's all. Well, thank you all for sharing 2022 with us and our first semester uh, of our second year of med school. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate us and leave us a comment on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please go ahead and share our content on Instagram at the DO Diaries podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Bye.